May be seated. How awesome is the praise band? Are they not amazing? They're great. They're great. And happy Halloween, everyone. And I wanted to let you know it's not just Halloween today. It is Harriet Murray's birthday. So I know, I know. And if you're watching online and you don't know who that is, it's somebody's birthday here today. So it's a great celebration. Um, at this time in the service, we prepare our, our hearts for a time of tithe and offering. Wanted to let you know we have offering plates in the front uh, and in the back of the sanctuary today that you can leave an offering in on your way out. And those watching online, you can give online to continue uh, all the great ministries that go on here at the church, including our fall fest that's happening today from two to four. It's going to be great. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, we pray that you will use these gifts of tithes and offerings and also the gifts of time and service that people give uh, in the community, God. I pray that you will use them for your glory. Uh, we also pray for this trunk or treat today. We pray, God, that the new families that come and visit, that their lives will be touched, that we'll be able to share your love with them and invite them back into this place. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Steve. 
took a walk around the world to ease my troubled mind. I left my body lying somewhere in the sense of time. I reached the world full to the dark side of the moon. I feel there's nothing I can do. Watch the world go to the dark side of the moon After all I knew it had to be something to do with you I really don't mind what happens now and then As long as you be my friend at the end If I go crazy and we used to call me Superman If I'm alive and will you be there holding my hand I'll keep you by my side Strong, you call me weak. Still, your secrets I will keep. You took for granted all the times I never let you down. You stumbled in and bumped your head. If not for me, then you'd be dead. I picked you up, put you back on solid ground. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive, then will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side. Superman, if I'm alive and well, will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side, my superhuman, my kryptonite. Yeah, if I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side, my superhuman. had so much fun with this sermon series, the Rock and Roll Summer Series. I don't know, you can't turn on the radio now without sometimes hearing these songs and thinking, wait, didn't we say, talk about a Bible story or a passage of Scripture that relates to that song? And you're probably thinking, what on earth are we going to talk about today that would relate to the song that we just listened to? 
Um, so it's Halloween today. We're going to be a little laid back, uh, even more than normal. Um, but I want to ask you, or sometimes we hear Bible stories, right, as children. Vacation Bible school, Sunday school. And then, there's the, then we hear those stories when we're little, but we don't hear them again when we're grown-ups, right? Uh, and this is one of those stories. You know, you, ha- you have David and Goliath, Noah and the ark, Jonah and the whale. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. You heard that one when you were young, too, maybe. But what about Samson and Delilah, right? I bet it's been a while since you've heard that story about a guy with super strength like Pastor Sam, right? Um, it's been a while since you've heard this story. Uh, and maybe some of you watching online, you're familiar with this story too. Uh, it's a strange Bible story, and we're going to look back at it, because sometimes when you heard them as a kid, they're a little different when you hear them as a grown-up. Um, so what on earth can we learn from this strange Bible story? And what do we know about it so far? Even when I just said Samson and Delilah, I bet you're thinking he's super strong, he gets his strength from God, if we remember that in the story, uh, and he is going to protect his people against the Philistines by using his super strength, right? His super strength. So um, he is instructed to what? And you can write your answer online, and somebody yell it out in, in, here in the congregation. What is Samson not to do? It, he'll lose his strength. Oh, he'll cut his hair. He can't cut his hair. Oh, you guys are smart. They paid attention. Gadsden First United Methodists paid attention when they were in children's church, which they're in children's church down the hall, and they're, they're paying attention now. Um, so this was the perfect argument for me, because I went to Christian school growing up, right? And you are not supposed to have long hair. And you could always throw in Samson and Jesus. Both had long hair, right? And Samson was told to keep his long hair. So that was always my argument, to disobey the uh, rules for hair. But today, the band sang kryptonite. Uh, what was Samson's kryptonite in his life? We all know the answer to that. It was Delilah, right? She was able to make him lose his strength. So um, I'm going to be reading a very long scripture today, but we're going to take some breaks because we're going to go over this story in chapter 16. We're going to start at verse 4. But even before verse 4 starts, I want to read just one, uh, one verse from Uh, Judges 16, verse 1, and they did not tell you this verse when you were little. Are you ready? One day, Samson traveled to Gaza. While there, he saw a prostitute and had sex with her. Pastor Sam, that sounds like one of the Bible studies you would have me fill in for. Uh, Sometimes Pastor Sam will not be at his Wednesday morning Bible study, and he'll say, Pastor Andy, will you fill in? And it's always something like that that I have to read. So, um, what kind of church story is this? And did they skip that verse in vacation Bible school? They did, um, and, and they skipped it in kids' church too, thank goodness. But it's part of the story. Samson made many mistakes, right? And it a lot of times had to do with women. Um, so even before the mistakes with Delilah, you just read what he did in verse 1. So uh, after verse 1, the Philistines, they try to uh, trap Samson and, and kill him, but he, he escapes, he gets away, and then here we start in verse 4. And you'll remember some of this, maybe. Sometime after this, in the Sorek Valley, Samson fell in love with a woman whose name was Delilah. The ruler of the Philistines confronted her and said to her, Seduce him and find out what gives him such great strength and what we can do to overpower him so that we can tie him up and make him weak. Then we'll each pay you 1,100 pieces of silver. 
So Zalila said to Samson, Please tell me what gives you such great strength and how you can be tied up and made weak. I think that this right here, if we just stop for a second, that right there would be the time to, if somebody's saying, how can we make you weak? I think that's the time to go, right? I think everybody gets that. But I'm imagining Samson is kind of um, really strong, but not super bright up here. All right, is everybody getting that? That's kind of what I'm getting to. So Samson replied to her, if someone ties me up with seven fresh bowstrings that aren't dried out, I'll become weak. I'll, I'll be like any other person. So the rulers of the Philistines brought her seven fresh bowstrings that were dried out, and she tied him up with them. While an ambush was waiting for her signal in an inner room, she called out to him, Samson, the Philistines are on you. He snapped out of the bowstrings like a thread of, of fiber snaps when, he, when it touches a flame. So the secret of his strength remained unknown. Then Delilah said to Samson, you made a fool out of me and lied to me. Now please tell me how you, how you can really be tied up. He replied to her, if someone ties me up with new ropes that haven't been used for work, I'll become weak, um, like any other person. So Delilah took new ropes, tied him up with them. Then she called out, Samson, the Philistines are on you. Once again, an amb- ambush was waiting in an inner room, yet he snapped out of them from his arms like thread. And Samson still stays. He still stays with this woman. Uh, are you guys amazed by that? As I read this, preparing this, I thought Samson really is not the brightest, right? Sometimes we are not the brightest either, so let's give him a little grace, all right? Delilah said to Samson, up till now, you've made a fool out of me and lied to me. Tell me how you can be tied up. He responded to her, if you weave the seven braids of my hair into the fabric on a loom and pull it tight with a pin, then I'll become weak. I'll be like any other person. She got him to fall asleep wove the seven braids of hair into the fabric on a loom and pulled it tight with a pin. Then she called out to him, Samson, the Philistines are on you. He woke up from his sleep and pulled the loose pin from the loom and the fabric. Um, So again, Samson um, is, is definitely not the brightest one. And what on earth can the moral of our story be? We're getting there, all right? Let's just read just a little more. Delilah said to him, how can you say you love me when you won't trust me? Three times now you've made a fool out of me, and you won't tell me what gives you your strength. I I really like the way the common English words this. She nagged him with words day after day and begged him until he became worn out and to the point of death. (laughs) That's funny, right? So uh, we read this scripture at youth on Wednesday night, and when, when we read that she nagged him to the point of death, they really thought that was really funny. Have you ever known someone that nags you to the point of death? The first thing I thought of when I thought of someone nagging us to the point of death, I thought about my phone ringing and about it being my car warranty. They will nag you to death, right? So that came to mind. Um, So here, as we move on, so he told her his whole secret. He said to her, no razor has ever touched my head because I am a Nazarite for God from the time I was born. If my head is shaved, my strength will leave me and I'll become weak. I'll be like any other person. When Delilah realized that, he told her his whole secret. Um, She sent the word to the rulers of the Philistines, come on one more time, for he has told me the whole secret. The rulers of the Philistines came up to her and brought her the silver with them. She got him to fall asleep on her lap. Then she called the men who had and shaved the seven braids of his hair. He began to weaken, and the strength left him. She called out, Samson, the Philistines are on you. 
he woke up from his sleep and thought, I'll escape just like every, every other time and free myself. But he didn't realize that the Lord had left him. So the Philistines, they capture him. They put out his eyes and took him down to Gaza. They bound him up with bronze chains, and he worked the grinding mill in the prison. That's a very depressing story, isn't it, Pastor Sam? They took his eyes, too. Um, so this is not a happy ending, and this is one of these stories we always heard growing up as kids, and it's very sad, actually. He loses, they take his eyes, they're going to work him in the prison, um, and I don't even remember, when I was a kid, I didn't remember the part about him losing his eyes, but what on earth, as grown-ups, can we learn from this passage of Scripture? Uh, and I have four points that I got out of it, and I hope that they mean something to you as well. Number one, God uses imperfect people. Because even before Samson was tricked by Delilah, what did I read in verse 1? He met a prostitute, right? And even before that, he was disobeying and, and, and he was going after the Philistine women, which he was told not to do. So Samson made huge mistakes, but God still used him to do good, right? I know uh, when, when I, I, and I say it almost every time that I preach, that David in the Bible was one of the biggest mess-ups there is. He, he did all kinds of terrible things, and God used him and used him to even write many of the Psalms that we know. And I think of King Solomon who made mistakes. I think of the disciples. And then even people that I grew up with in the faith community that I really looked up to, some of them have made huge mistakes, and God still used them. So don't be so hard on ourselves when we wake up in the morning and think, God, what is it you want me to do that's good in the world? And then think, well, you can't use me, God. I've messed up too much. No, God uses imperfect people. And, and on that same line of thought that God uses imperfect people, how many times do we think, I can't believe that person's uh, got a promotion, or, or um, can you believe that so-and-so is singing in the choir, or, or our usher now? Have you ever heard people say these things? Let us be reminded that God uses imperfect people. Let us not be judgmental of who is serving, who is, who is uh, being used by God to do mighty things, because the Bible is filled with people that make mistakes. Even at the end of the story, after, if we were to read more of that, Samson is used even after that moment. He is used to help his people. He dies in the process, but he kills many of the enemies there at the end of the story. Um, so let us not judge people and let us not judge ourselves too harshly. Know that God uses us despite our mess-ups in the past and in the future. Number two, this is the second point. Delilah was Samson's kryptonite, right? We sang the song kryptonite. I hope every time you hear it in the future, you think about what is my kryptonite? What is that thing that makes me stumble? What is that thing that could cause me to lose everything? And I ask you, what is your kryptonite? What causes you to mess up to that point where you could just lose it all? For some people I've known in my life, alcohol might be the kryptonite. Or you could say drugs might be the kryptonite. A temper could be the kryptonite. Um, our words, the things we say to others. I'm one of those people. I, can't, I don't know when to shut my mouth sometimes. That can be a kryptonite, right? Procrastinating with everything in life is a kryptonite. Um, but for Samson... Um, it was, he had a problem uh, with women. He, 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 would, he would put himself in these situations where, um, gosh, he just would really, really mess up and he could lose it all, and he did. Um, have you ever known somebody 
that, that had relationship problems like that, where they would put themselves in situations like Samson and, and would be involved with somebody romantically, where they, would ju- they could just lose it all. They could lose it all over this person um, who was not trustworthy, who didn't really love or care for them. That's a huge lesson. We talked about that a lot with the youth group on Wednesday, like who you date, who you really get involved with. Oh my gosh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. They can ruin you. They can ruin you if you're not careful. Um, so what is your kryptonite? In the Lord's Prayer, which we pray every, every Sunday in the traditional service, we say, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Or another great prayer is in Psalm 119, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So may we ask God, help me not fall into what my kryptonite is. Help me not fall into that path. And help me to have your word, the word of God, as my light, my lamp that guides my life. May I be reminded to follow God uh, and what God wants for my life. May the words of God be on our hearts and our minds and help us not to stumble. So that was the big number two. Number three, I get out of this story, is obedience. Samson had some rules in his life, right? And we say not to cut his hair, but he had other rules too. He wasn't to drink wine and he wasn't to eat unclean things. But that number one was to not cut his hair. It's a pretty simple rule. It probably doesn't make much sense, especially to us now, but um, a good guide to rules is if it's not hurting me or someone else, just obey the rules. Obey the rules, Samson. You would have kept your eyes. You would have stayed out of trouble. Um, So we are reminded to obey the rules, to follow what we think God would have us to do. Um, Because Samson really, really messed up. You could even say, when we, when we don't let others trick us into leaving, uh, don't let others trick us into leaving our convictions. Don't let others conv- convince us to break rules or to betray, betray what God would have us to do. And here's number four. Here's the last point I get out of this story. Let us not forget where our strength comes from. It says in this passage that Samson didn't even realize that God had left him. He didn't realize that the power had left him. And he thinks, I'm just going to get up and fight these people like I've always done. And the illustration I think of in the story, it might be strange, and maybe you're not Marvel fans out there. Maybe some of you are. I think of Fat Thor. Does anybody know who Fat Thor is when I say that? No? No one? Um, Thor in the Marvel movies. When he loses his power, he becomes very overweight and very lazy until he gets his strength back. And that's what I think of with Samson, right? He lost it all, and he didn't even realize, he didn't even realize why his strength was gone. How many times do we get up in the morning and forget where our strength comes from, forget where our power comes from? Uh, I know that I have to spend time alone with God every day, or I really struggle to get through my day, Right? Um, if I try to come into the church or just out about in life and not spend that time alone with God, I'm not going to be as friendly with people. I'm going to be irritable, right? I need that time. I need that time to be filled up. May we not forget where our strength comes from. May we not be arrogant and think we can do it all on our own, that we have all the power. We need God's help. We need to rely on God's grace, especially when it comes to loving people, forgiving people, serving others. Are you having a quiet time with God, a devotional, some prayer time? And that will help you. Uh, Let's pray. God, help each of us think of those things that might help us spiral out of control, those things that would be our kryptonite. Whatever it might be, whether it's hanging out with the wrong people that could lead us into problems, whether it's our temper, 
whether it's addictions that we have. God, help us as we wrestle with those things. Help us to not fall into those. God, help us also to realize where our strength comes from. Help us to realize that we need to depend on you, that or to rely on you, that you are our source of hope, our source of strength. And God, lastly, this morning, help us to know that we are loved. If any of us are wrestling with the idea that we cannot be used to do good in the world because we've messed up, God, help us know right now in this moment that we are loved despite our mess-ups, despite our hang-ups, uh, that we can be used by you to do good in the world. And loving God, help us to not judge others who have messed up as well. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
as we leave here today, let us know what our kryptonite is, that thing that could cause us to lose everything, and let us guard our hearts against it, and let us leave here knowing where our strength comes from. Go in peace. And we'll see you all at two o'clock at Trunk or Treat.